ladies and gentlemen, the person coming to the stage is a person talking in this microphone right now. Happy life, rock you like a hurricane. (laughs) Don't worry, that's not the new intro to Happy Life Studios, (laughs) mostly because I like for you guys to keep listening. (laughs) But, however, it was an intro that I came up with on my way to go speak at a live speech I did a few weeks ago. I'm bringing it up now because of a message I received from a happy lifer right after the podcast we did on Hurry, the enemy of happy. It was episode 258, and it was called Take Your Time, But Hurry. Here's what happy lifer Sarah said. I'll just take a little excerpts from what she sent me, but she said, I needed this podcast this morning more than words can say. I'm in tears listening about the enemy that I've made my best friend. I just never realized how much hurry zapped happiness. And if you're focused on the hurry, you can't see the hope. It rushes by. It's the message so many need to hear. Your podcast just nailed it. It's so easy to lose happy and hope in the hurry. This is a message that needs to hit the world. So I want to thank Sarah for for encouraging me with that. And she went more and more into, she was just very excited. She said, man, that podcast did so much for me. I think, and I don't want to tell you what to do, she said, but I think it's something that I think you should keep driving. You should make this a main message of what you do right now, because I feel like it's exactly where we are at in this world. She said, at least you need to tap a little bit more into it. And the cool thing is, not only did Sarah encourage me and suggest that I spread this message and told me how much it meant to her, but she took it to the next level and actually hosted a happy you with a bunch of her online friends and then invited me to come on board and talk about it with them. And it was fantastic. So that's what I did. That's where that new intro came from because I was invited to speak at a church the Sunday after that podcast came out, the hurry podcast came out. And so I I thought I would listen to happy life for Sarah. And I talked about that same thing, hurry being the enemy of happy and becoming my best friend. But I went more into detail on it. And I even took it from quite a bit of a different angle because I can never share the same thing in the same way <laughs> twice. That's just kind of how I am. So I tagged into what Sarah said there because I thought she made a very good point. And I want to tag into it again here. I want to share with you what what I spoke there. So this is actually taken from that live speech that I did the Sunday after that episode came out about hurry. I hope you like it. This is Happy Life Studios. This message is for you. This message is for you. This message is singular to you. It's not for anybody else. It's not hard to get. It's not hard to get. It's not hard to understand. Hey, are you happy? Now that's a great question. Does your sun set high? Does your sun set high? Welcome to Happy Life Studios.
hurricane, if you look in the dictionary, is really close to a word I want to talk about today. Repeat after me. Say, charge it, change it, exchange it. Charge it, change it, exchange it. It's not those words, but those words have to do with the word that I want to talk to you today. Hurricane, if you look it up and you go down a little bit further in the dictionary, you're going to find the word, and that word is hurry. Hurricane and hurry are real close in the dictionary. In fact, the word hurricane is actually associated with the word hurry. Other words that are associated with the word hurry are hurl, hurdle, hurting, hurt, hurry, scurry. It's kind of like a, a panic kind of a situation. Hurry is something that you want to stay away from. I've been having a hard time with one of the most important things that I like to do in my life, and I've been having a hard time lately just taking naps. I mean, I remember as a kid, I hated naps. Coming home from Sunday, Dad, what are we going to do today? Take a nap. Take a nap? What are you talking about? Now I can't wait to finish here so I can go home and take a nap. Now I'm at the point now where like, hey, two naps a day, three naps, I don't care if I got the time, why not take a nap? But lately, I've been laying down, and I can't, I can't nap. And I've got this super comfy couch that my mom left me. And it, it's got this memory foam surrounded by a layer of down. Mm-hmm. You get in that couch, you ain't coming up for a while, right? And I love to sit and watch TV, and I love to put sports on, because there's no better way to sleep than watching golf on TV. And, I, and it doesn't, I'm not even care about whether I'm watching something. On, it's about the sleeping on the couch. And lately, I have not been able to sleep. My body needs it. My brain needs it. My spirit needs it. My emotion needs it. I'm just worn out. Most days, man, I get up and I go straight into my office. And I'm at that office. And I won't, I won't come out from that office until sometime in the afternoon. Two o'clock, three o'clock. And I haven't even ate anything yet. I just get in this zone and I'm, I'm editing all this stuff. COVID hasn't slowed me down at all. It's only sped things up. The world needs hope and the world needs happy. We all need hope and happy, and so I'm like, the world needs it, so I've just been putting out hope and happy like crazy, so just search Happy Life Studios. I'm always putting out encouraging things. I don't put out, I understand believers who like to put out ugly stuff, that put out angry stuff, that put out, do you believe what they said? Do you believe? I don't understand that. I don't want to curse the darkness. I just want to turn the light on instead. That's what Jesus did, right? And that's what I'm doing. So check out our podcast. You can find us on Pandora, Spotify, iTunes, anywhere you listen to a podcast from. Even Google, if you just type in Happy Life Studios, you're going to find me right up near the top there. And we've got a lot of people listening to that every week, which is great because I'm a messenger and I'm here to spread a message. So there's so many videos that I have to do and so many podcasts. There's so much editing. I can edit all day long. I get in the edit zone. I don't even realize that I haven't ate. And it's two o'clock in the afternoon. And I haven't ate anything yet. The other day, Somebody called up, and I went out with them, and that's part of one thing that I do. I like to do a lot of coaching and stuff like that, and said, Steve, can we talk? And I went to go meet with him. It was 5 o'clock, and I, I was like, hey, Donovan, I haven't ate anything all day. I've just been go, 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 go. So when I lay on that couch, I need the rest. I need the rest. And you know what's worse when you need the rest? Or like you're super tired at night, and you can't wait to lay down, then you lay down, and you just can't fall asleep. My brain is just go, 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 go. So I remember talking to God, saying, God, what is going on? How come I can't rest? I'm so anxious inside. What is going on? I, I like to self-analyze. God, why am I anxious? Why am I hungry? Why am I angry? Why am I discouraged? What's going on? And, 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 and his answer to me was, hurry? 
I'm self-employed. I make my own schedule. I don't like hurry. God, I don't understand. Why am I feeling this way? It's a great question for all of us to ask. And I get the word hurry back. Hurry? I'm like, that doesn't make sense to me. And then all of a sudden when I begin to read some things about hurry, hurry basically means you have too much to do. Oh, no, that hit. I've got dreams the size of Mount Rainier. I got so many dreams piled up, I look like a hoarder inside of my head. I have so many dreams, I can't get past them all just to go take a nap. I just, all these things that I got to do, that I want to do, that I want to do with God, that I want to do for God, I want to spread out all these cool, creative ideas that I have. And, and so when I lay down on the, on the couch, I can't fall asleep because my brain will not let me. And my brain says, you got too much to do. Hurry. One thing I love about this pandemic, did I just say that? Yes, I did. By the way, we're spreading a happy-demic. That's what we're doing, right? One thing I love about this pandemic, it causes us to slow down to normal. Our lives are so full of so many things. We just go, 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 go. We've got too many things to do, and we're always on our way to somewhere. And it's caused a lot of this anxiety, a lot of this unrest. Hurry isn't just being busy. It's more than that. It's a state of mind. What's your hurry? Come on, hurry up. What is it? What's your hurry? Hurry up. Isn't that how we, what is your hurry, though? You know, we say, I'm in a hurry. That's a problem. We can have a lot of things to do. That's fine. But when we step into hurry, that's when it all goes awry, when we're in a hurry. When we're in a hurry, we need to figure out what the hurry is, and we need to hurry up so that we can get out of that worry. Does that make sense to you? Huh? When we're in a hurry, when we are in it, not by it, not high-fiving it, when we are in a hurry, we better find out what's your hurry, and we better hurry up so we can get out of the hurry. You begin to look up online what hurry is. Oh, it's brutal. Like I said, it, it can be associated with hurricane. It can be associated with hurl, all right? So um, I, I looked some of this stuff up. Hurry, it's, it's not just being busy. It's so much more. It's a state of mind. It's a state of urgency. It's a state of panic. It's a state of frantic. It's a state of, I have too much stuff to do when you are in hurry, in a hurry. It's a state. It's a perception. One place described it as haste under pressure. One person said, it's a state of frantic. It's a state of frantic effort one falls into in response to inadequacy, fear, and guilt. It's a state of pressure that we fall into when we're struggling with inadequacy, fear, and guilt. One dictionary describes hurry as a loud state of activity or disturbance. A loud state of activity or disturbance. And that's why I can't take a nap. Because of a loud disturbance going on inside of my head. There's too much unrest. There's too much, I got to get off. I, I, what am I doing sitting here? I need to get out of here. I'm glad Jesus wasn't like that. I'm glad he tells us not to be like that. But it's just not so easy. But don't worry, before we're done here, I'm going to give you some real easy things to do to get out of hurry instead of in a hurry. Are you in a hurry? Well, we should start greeting each other. Are you out of hurry? Turn to the person behind you and say, are you out of hurry? Like I said, hurry and hurricane are associated with each other. 
And they're closer to each other than the dictionary. And that's exactly what hurry is. It's a storm. And I'm telling you, you know why I like to nap? Because I like to do what Jesus likes to do. And if God modeled it, Daniel slept in a den of lions. Daniel slept in a den of lions. Peter slept in a prison. And Jesus slept in a storm. Let's go to Matthew chapter 8, verse 23. Here's an example of Jesus taking a nap in the middle of the day. Then he got in the boat, his disciples with him. Verse 23. Verse 24. The next thing they knew, they were in a severe storm. A severe storm. A scary one. Waves were crashing into the boat. And these disciples, they were fishermen, some of them. They grew up in storms. And it made them afraid. And what was Jesus doing? He was taking a nap. He was sound asleep. Have you ever felt like that? The disciples came to him and said, do you even care that we're about to drown? I know you've had that conversation with God. And if you haven't, maybe you should. Because I know we've all thought it. We've all been there like, God, do you even know me? Do you even know what I'm in? Do you even care what I'm going through? Do you even, are you going to let me drown? Do you see the storm? I'm scared. And you're up there sleeping. You're in the boat and your head's on a pillow and you're sleeping while the storm's going on and we're freaking out. God, do you even see me? Why are you just so relaxed? Are you taking a nap up in heaven? Verse 25, they roused him. Oh, that's a good word. Pleading, Master, save us. We're going down. Here we are. Raucous like a hurricane. They had to wake him up. They had to rouse him. They had to shake him. They had to wake Jesus up because he's in such sound sleep. He needed it. The guys were on people all day long. In fact, Jesus was um, trying to get away from the crowds and said, get me in the boat. Everyone's coming around. I'm healing people. And everyone's coming around, and I don't have any more energy left. Get me in the boat and get me to the other side of the lake. And then on the way to the lake, there's a storm. You ever had that happen before? Like you just, you're, you're done with this, and all of a sudden this happens. And you haven't even dealt with this yet. And then this happens, and then this happens. And then this happens. And you're like in this blender spinning around, and waves are coming in your boat, and you have to wake Jesus up and say, God, what is going on? Do you even care that we are going down? They snap Jesus out of his sleep, and then he reprimands them. Why are you such cowards, such faint hearts? Then he stood up and told the wind, be silent. The sea to quiet down. Silence, he said. The sea became smooth as glass. The men rubbed their eyes, astonished. What's going on here? Wind and sea come to heal. My buddy's got two Great Danes. Huge. I watched him take them on a walk. You want to talk about grace and power under authority? Those dogs come out. I've seen people with these little, and they can't control their dogs. dogs Right? These Great Danes could just squash them with their paw. But yet he says, heal, heal. And they just doesn't even use a leash on them. Rhino, you know if his name is Rhino, you know. Rhino, heal. And Rhino, this big old beast, 
will just walk right beside his master. They said, what is this? Even the storm heals at his command. Wow. That's what Jesus did in a storm. Daniel slept in a den. Peter slept in a prison. Jesus slept in a storm. We can take naps no matter what our circumstances are because God wants us to be at peace. You know what you got to do? You got to charge it, change it, and exchange it. That's what you have to do. Hurry leads to worry, but rest leads to blessed. Are you in a hurry? Well, get out of it. What's your hurry? And hurry up so you can get out of worry. Because hurry leads to worry. It's a state of mind. It's a, it's a frantic thing inside of our head, inside of our hearts. We can't be still. And Jesus shows up and says, be still and know that I am God. He says the storm, silence, be still. And it heals at his command. The sea became as calm as glass. I could just see him going, can I at least get a little bit more rest? I've only been out a half hour and you're waking me up. Can I get some rest now? And that's what we have to do. Well, number one, we have to change it. Say change it. We've got to change our way of thinking. Romans chapter 12, verse 2 tells us exactly. It says, don't conform to the pattern of this world. The pattern of this world is how the world thinks. It's how everybody thinks. The world is us. Everybody thinks. He said, don't conform. Don't mold yourself to that way of thinking. But be transformed. How do you get transformed? How do you get changed? By the renewing of your mind. You've got to change your mind. You've got to change your way of thinking. Jesus said, come to me, all you who are tired and weary, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you. Matthew chapter 11, verse 28. For my burden is easy and my yoke is light. Come to me, and I will give you rest. You'll be transformed by the renewing of your mind, you got to change it. Then you got to charge it. In a storm, you know how I know this? I've seen enough TV to know what happens in a storm. I've seen the TV shows where they're in a plane, and all of a sudden this big old storm is brewing, this hurricane is brewing, and they're like shaking like crazy. And instead of running from it, they realize they can't run from it, so they just they fly right into the middle of it. What? You're going to fly into the middle of it? Yeah, because we all know the eye of the storm. It's the center of the storm. And you know what you got to do? Instead of hanging out around the outside, that worry comes at you, that hurry comes at you, and we try to outrun it. I got news for you. You ain't outrunning panic. You're not outrunning hurry. You can't outrun anxiety. So you know what you need to do? You need to go into it. You got to go to the eye of that, the middle of that. If you're strong with anxiety, you know what you got to do? You got to walk up to anxiety and say, why am I feeling anxious? That's exactly what I was doing the other day. God, why do I feel this way? Well, because there are too many things to do. I face that. We want to wait away from it. We want to la, 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 la. I'm not listening. I'm not listening. No, why are you anxious? Why are you angry? When you're driving down the road and that anger erupts, don't beat yourself up over that. It's a sign. It's being your friend. Pain is being your friend. Anxiety is just there to try to help us what the problem is. When we get in a hurry, we've got to find out what's our hurry so that we can get out of it. 
We're so afraid when we're angry, face that anger. And that looks like this. Steve, why are you so angry? What is going on? Well, you're angry because this happened. Well, that, it, uh, that's just the, the fruit of it. But what's the root of it? You've got a rejection issue. Or, or someone has treated you this way when you're younger. Or you're afraid because you saw what your parents went through, and now you're afraid it's going to happen to you. When you find out what's your hurry, when you find out what that hurry is, what the thing is causing that frantic pace inside you, when you face it and you look at it, you say, now let's look at this thing. It's creating all this storm all around you. When you go into the middle of that and say, no, wait a minute, why am I angry? Why am I depressed? Why am I in pain? Why do I feel so lonely? Why do I feel like I just don't fit in? It's your body trying to tell you something. And when you look at that, when you charge it, then you can say, okay, God, I feel like I'm not worth anything. Okay, God, I'm struggling right now. Okay, God, I don't know what to do. And then you exchange it. When you face that worry, you exchange it. When you finally find that worry, you trade it in. You change your way of thinking. You charge that situation. And then when you find out what that thing is, I I spend more of my time trying to avoid pain and negativity. And sometimes I just need to flat out face it. It's okay. Christine always says this to me. She's the rock, man. My wife is a rock. She's the one that talks me off the ledge. She always says, it's just how you feel all the time. Babe, why do I feel this way? It's how you feel. It's how you feel. Just feel it. Just go after that. When I find out why I feel what I feel, everything changes. Then I can exchange it. You know, God wants you to charge it. He says, consider it pure joy, my brothers, in James chapter 1. And sisters, whenever you face trials or storms of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. If any of you lacks wisdom, you should ask God who gives generously to all without finding fault, and it will be given to you. What is going on? Why do I feel this way? If you ask him, he'll show you why. So then we can get out of that hurry. But when you ask, you must believe and not doubt, because the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea blown and tossed by the wind. The disciples were blown and tossed by the wind, but Jesus was asleep. You can be in a storm and not have a storm in you. Where is the storm? Are you in it or is it in you? Jesus was in the storm and he could sleep. Daniel was in the storm, he could sleep. Peter was in the storm, he could sleep. Because if you doubt, you're tossed around by everyone away. That person should not expect to receive anything from the Lord. Such a person is double-minded and unstable in all they do. That's why if you're in a hurry, you've got to ask yourself, what's the hurry? And hurry up so you can get out of it. That's exactly what happened to me last week. I wasn't doing very well. I was struggling, like we all do, right? And so I went on this walk with God, and I said, God, what is going on? And I started looking at my numbers online. I used to do these live casts every week called Happy Talks. 
a show with, a, with some friends of mine, and we're just talking about life and how to be happy, and we're talking about all that stuff. And I used to get hundreds of people to watch, and people would talk and comment. And then the last several months, I don't know if I'm getting throttled on Facebook or people just don't care anymore or what, but I, I'm looking at the numbers, and here's why I'm looking at the numbers. Sometimes you start something for the right reason, and it turns into the wrong reason. Anyone else out there ever been like that? You start for the right reason, but it gets flipped on you. Whenever you're wrestling somebody, if they almost have you pinned, if you go with that, you, you can use their energy to help pin them, and that's what the enemy likes to do. And so I started looking at the numbers going, is there a better way to do this? If the numbers aren't there like they were before, I'll just reinvent. I want to reach the maximum amount of people that I possibly can. Jesus never seemed to have that mentality. He had 5,000 people, men plus women and children. You know what he should have done? Jesus should have said, hey, you guys like what you're hearing? I'll be here tomorrow. Bring a friend. Never did that. One time he had thousands of people listening to him. And then he threw out some statement that said, unless you eat of my body and drink of my blood, you have nothing to do with me. And everyone left. You know, Jesus, that isn't the best way to keep a crowd. Jesus just didn't seem to care. He went to those who needed him. He slept in the storm while everyone else is freaking out because he knows all he has to do is say, be still. Stop. That storm that's going on around you, it's waiting for you to speak to your heart, to your mind. It's waiting for you to speak to it and say, stop. Stop it. Philippians 4, 6 and 7. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. And the peace of God, which goes beyond all understanding, a peace that's so crazy it doesn't even make sense, it goes beyond all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Why are you in a hurry when you can be in Jesus? The two don't coexist. The disciples were in the boat just like Jesus was, but the storm was in them. Jesus was in the storm, but the storm wasn't in him. Charge it, change it, exchange it. And all those numbers, I'm like, God, if no one's watching anymore, then why am I even doing this? I miss the whole point. Well, if no one's watching or following, then why am I even doing this anymore? If I throw out a question, no one comments back, why am I even doing this anymore? What's even going on? What's even the point of doing it? The point of doing it is, is you're in Christ. You're doing something with Christ. You're creating with Christ. You're being with Christ. There's no more intimate act than when you're creating with somebody. Just think that through a little bit. I won't explain that anymore. But the whole creation process is a very intimate, vulnerable act. And when you're creating, that's what God does. In the beginning, God created. He loves to create with us. And I missed the whole point because I started looking at numbers, thinking I was looking at numbers to like become more, you know, more, better steward of what God has given me. And then it flipped on me and I started worrying about people instead of being in Christ. And I started getting into a hurry. Too many things to do, too many things I need to change. I know what God has told me. And I know I'm right where he wants me to be. I know that. But I begin to doubt it. I begin to call up friends and they begin to try to give me their advice. And it just made me more anxious and more anxious and more anxious. You're going to love this. I called up my, my one buddy. I said, can you talk? He says, well, I got about 10 minutes. So I call him up and I don't even get, you know me, I don't even get my name in 10 minutes, right? I'm trying to explain to him. And by the time I, I just started getting it out, he's like, oh man, I'm so sorry, Steve. Well, I got to go. 
that's fine. I understand. So I text my other buddy. I said, can you talk? He says, I, we have company right now. I called up my other buddy. He couldn't hang out because he just had a brand new baby. So I'm like, okay, I'll go down and talk to my wife. Guess who's on the computer in the middle of the project? Guess who can't help me? So I can a little bit. I'm like, I need to know an answer now. I was in a hurry. I was in hurry. I actually said this out loud to God. I said, God, there's no one to talk to. <laughs> I caught my words before I finished the sentence, and I apologize. I said, Jesus, I'm sorry. You, you should have been the first one I talk, should talk to. I'm sorry. Let's go for a walk. And I grabbed my headphones, I put my phone on, and I just hit random play on my music player. And I, and I thought, man, I probably should put something mellow on because I'm kind of discouraged. And to talk to God, you have to have slow music. Did you know that? To talk to God, you have to have slow music. I missed the memo somewhere. Because I asked God if he wanted to go for a walk. I put the music on on random, and all of a sudden, give it all back to me. Give it all back to me. What I done for you, what I done to you, give it all back to me. Give it all back. Give it all. And I'm just jamming. I'm like, wait a minute, I can't jam. I'm sad. I'm trying to figure this out. Whenever I go on a walk with God, it's always like a purpose. When my wife, she didn't always want to walk with me, but then she started using that to get in shape. So I'm like, oh, we can go on walks now. Forget it. Now she's like speed walking. That's not a walk anymore. I can hardly keep up with her. And I go on walks with God. That's what I do. I got to find out what the answer is. So I can, God, I, instead of just walking with him, instead of just being in Christ, I take him along with me. And I thought, man, I should change that song to a mellower song because I'm feeling melancholy, but I'm having too much fun enjoying this song. Halfway through the song, it's like God is walking with me, and he says, yeah, what about it, Steve? I said, what about what? Give it all back to me. Yeah, that. Give it all back to me. I'm like, what? He says, can you just give it back? I said, give what back? He said, the life cast. The podcast. All the stuff you do, all the dreams that you have that you haven't accomplished yet, can you just give them back to me? Like, what are you talking about? I never took them in the first place. He's like, really? And it dawned on me when I started counting the numbers. When I started seeing about how successful I was or I wasn't. When I started comparing myself to other people. At that moment, I took that thing that I was creating with God. God is like, Steve, we get to create together. We get to go online and share good news. We get to do that. But I turned it into a business. I turned it into the numbers and into the follows. And he said, Steve, can I have it back? I realized when I started worrying about all that other stuff, I was in a hurry. I had too much to do. I said, yeah, God, you can have it all back. You can have it all. Take the podcast. Take the live cast. Take everything that I do online. Take all those dreams that I haven't accomplished yet and they might not ever happen. Just take them. They're yours in the first place. Just take them. My cars broke down. I got two cars just about in October, totaled my one car, and God bless me, a local dealer around here, and I was able to get two cars for the price of one. I was able to give my, my son a car. It wasn't a whole lot of money. It was like 8000 something like that, but I was able to get two cars. They both broke down on me, and they were very symbolic of what I feel like was going on in my life at that moment. It, my whole life just felt like it just was broken. God, you gave me these cars, and then now they're broke? It just followed along with how I was feeling inside. I just felt broke. And I don't know what to do. I don't have any money to fix them. So I call up the lot that I bought them from. They said, don't worry about it. You can bring them in. Well, the lot is 50 miles away, and I don't, my towing won't go that far. I don't have the money to tow it there. 
and I'm just feeling broken. And God says, hey, Steve, can I have those cars back? Can you give them back to me? Even if I had them for a week, isn't it a blessing? But it's when I give it back to him that the answer follows. When I give it back to him, it all makes sense. And every song after that talked about how valuable I was to him. It's like he was my DJ. All these random songs just kept popping up talking about how God loves me and how everything's going to be okay. And, and they weren't, a lot of all of them were even Christian songs. They were just songs that God was speaking to my heart and my spirit. He said, can you just give it back to me? You've got to charge it. You've got to change your thinking. Then you've got to exchange it. Get out of hurry. And in Jesus. And that's just simple. I'm going to pray for us right here. Jesus, help us to not be in a hurry. Help us to be in you instead. Amen. Thanks for listening. I hope that helped. Remember, life isn't perfect, but it can be happy. Give it all back to me. Give it all back to me. What I've done for you, what I do through you. Give it all back to me. That's what the Lord said. If you're interested in having your own happy you to spread this happy demic to your friends, family, co-workers, neighbors, or whomever, leave a message on our Happy Life voicemail at 425-200-HAYS. That's 425-200-HAYS. Or email us at signmeup at happylife.lol. That's signmeup at happylife. That's sign me up at happy life, LOL. Sign me up at happy. Oh my gosh. That is. That's sign me up at happy life, LOL. No, that's sign me up at happy life dot LOL. Oh my gosh.